everyone. Welcome to episode one of Lattes and Finish, your new favorite podcast. Today, we're discussing some of the things we're looking forward to most for the rest of this winter as related to our changes in our daily routines, style trends, and new restaurant openings. So, Sidra, how is your day going? It's going great. I'm so glad that, actually, I was going to say I'm glad that it's Sunday, but it's actually Monday <laughs> evening of a long weekend. Um, and this is usually the best time for me to reflect on some of the things I want to do this week or kind of, you know, with my routine. So when you mentioned routine earlier, I think I'm really getting into the mood of kind of winding down for the rest of the night and just, you know, laying in bed at 8 p.m. Yeah, it was probably not a great idea to record this at like 6 p.m. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's going now. So here we are. And yeah, but... I mean, it's going great. I think we had a nice long weekend full of some really fun vibes, which I guess, you know, content. We were out last night with our friend for his birthday. It was a fun new spot. So I kind of want to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I guess I'm just reflecting. It was a nice, relaxing, fun weekend. That's good for you. I mean, I think it was relaxing for me as well. I feel like we did go out a lot. And I I don't know. I, I, I think... This kind of is part of my New Year's resolution, which we'll go into in a bit. But at first, I actually want to, I'm more curious in hearing your New Year's resolutions or not even New Year's resolutions, more so what are some of the top self-care habits that you want to practice this winter? Oh my gosh. Um, So last year, I kind of derailed on everything that I had resolved for myself. So this year, I am going in strong. I definitely want to start working out again, getting that in consistently every week, a lot of strength workouts, kind of balancing that out with, you know, more high intensity uh, boxing that I usually do and incorporate a bit more weights, Pilates. Um, That's the first thing, working out. I think January is always the perfect month to do that. And then I guess in terms of other goals or resolutions, start reading more again I didn't read many books at all last year and I think they give me so much more fulfillment than tv shows or movies like I mean not to not to say that I don't get obsessed with or uh you know enjoy tv shows or movies but when I read it kind of forces me to not engage in other things like looking up my phone um so I want to read more um and then I don't know. Uh, I think those are the top two things. Maybe just taking a little more time to myself, balancing, checking out all the cool new places because that's basically just a hobby at this point is going out and checking out new restaurants. And I think last year at the beginning of the year, wow, I was literally out maybe every Friday, Saturday, even Sunday, yeah. kind of back to back, you know. I do remember that. It was a lot. It was a lot. You and were, You were definitely going through it. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I stopped doing that for the rest of the year after like, you know, the first quarter, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think the beginning of the year is always that exciting time when everybody's like, oh, the holidays are over. Let's get together and check out all these cool new places. And I do have an ongoing list, but I think I'm going to balance that a little bit better with just also relaxing on the weekend. So not completely piling my schedule. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess those are my three biggest goals is just to work out, read more and 
just balance like in every aspect yeah of my social life I definitely agree with you because that's actually something I had on my list as well of just having more balance of us going out because we usually go out (laughs) together or just myself too just going out in general and then also you know having some self-care weekends where I'm either just at home or I'm chilling I run a few errands and you know get back and just like you know read or do some of my to-dos or whatever that is but I feel like I used to in the past have so much pressure on myself of resting on weekends where it was almost too much rest I was emphasizing it a bit much and then I started feeling a lot of FOMO and of course you know with the pandemic as well we were locked in for a long time and you know it was it was hard And I feel like now that I can go out more, I've been kind of overdoing it a bit sometimes. It's always so hard in this city, I think, especially because when you want to meet up with friends, it's kind of like a, oh, you know, all of us, ideally, we can try to do something like, oh, let's do a workout or just grab coffee in the park and walk around. But honestly, when you're like, okay, well, there's a new place to check out and all of us want to go there and we want to meet up. Why don't we do everything together? And then it becomes like this whole like packed weekend, which it's definitely enjoyable. But I think the balance part for us especially is so real yeah like I agree it's never just you know hey we're gonna grab some brunch have a nice conversation maybe walk around for 30 minutes or so and head back home it's always oh we're gonna grab brunch we're gonna grab another coffee after that walk around for another two hours oh look at all the new stores go into Soho for whatever reason even if we don't need anything okay now it's like two o'clock I want a little snack and then come home and by the time we're home it's like three or four and the sun's already down especially because now that's the worst part and I'm like oh shit where did my day go so yeah I think definitely that was part of my self-care too is having a more balanced approach of being able to go out and then also having enough rest so that's definitely something in one of I guess for my list I just actually want to circle back on something really quickly so you mentioned how before you had I guess more of your time was dedicated to pressure on just taking a break. And I feel like pre-pandemic for me, it was so much more insane. Like, I think every weekend, no matter how late I was out on Friday, if I was or not, um, I would wake up at like six or seven, go to the gym, be in the gym for two hours and then plan my brunches. Like every weekend there was a brunch with someone, right? Which was great. Like I love seeing my friends, but I kind of would be like, all right, brunch. And then after brunch, like you said, the shopping or not even just actually buying things, just walking around and then coming home, maybe like, I don't know, eight seven or eight especially if we had a dinner um and I think like I guess apart from just you know like resolutions you mentioned earlier the self-care part of it I guess what are you know there's there's a thing about balance that's just like a goal Mm -hmm. but particularly what are you going to be doing for the rest of this winter specifically in terms of self-care like do you have specific activities or practices or habits that you're trying to incorporate to kind of meet this balance yeah I think and that's that's what I was going to get into but Mm -hmm. some of the more you know not uh, more specific I guess um things that I want to implement into my daily routine and I think like when we think of self-care 
how many of you guys, which I wouldn't know, but I'm really curious to know, a lot of you are probably just thinking weekend when it comes to self-care or maybe working out. But I think, especially working from home, it's so important for me to instill some kind of morning and night routine during the weekday as well and have that incorporated as my self-care. So that could be just starting my day with some tapping. Um, That's something I've gone into lately. I'm not a meditation type of person. I can't just sit still and breathe. It's just not, I don't know. I just don't like it. And I've been really into tapping. It helps me relax. So I think starting my day with that and then even while I'm working throughout the day, like I just want like a nice scent around me. So using my Vitruvi a little bit more, which is the diffuser that I use, um, having that going or just lighting a nice candle on my desk while I work. So it just, you just feel more calm and you don't feel like this weird haphazardness of working, especially most of us in the city are working in the same room that we sleep in. So Uh, you want, you want to create a nice space and balance for yourself. So I think that's definitely a practice that I want to instill is making sure that my room and my space is calm is it's, you know, it's aesthetically pleasing, Mm -hmm. but then also just, smells nice and I I just feel like I'm in a good aura and I feel like that's definitely a self-care that I want to instill um I guess next cooking more um I ordered two cookbooks one is whole food for seven um I honestly I I can post the about it later in our Substack. but essentially there's a woman who did whole 30 and she has like seven kids or something and she just got into making amazing food for her family making food out of like whole foods and things like that so I got her cookbook I'm really excited to go through it because I am someone who eats you know certain really specific types of foods whether that's gluten-free or you know process free yeah (laughs) forget forget the word but anyways and then I also got the well and good cookbook which yes. I'm excited it's actually coming in tonight so we can look oh, through it so exciting. but it's gonna be healthy and I don't know I, I just think I need that I feel like cooking is a great way to meditate too yeah. and it's just a great way to know what's going into your body and just planning ahead of time so I don't regret things that I eat and I can look forward to the nights that we actually go out and you know eat food you know outside whether it's for brunch or dinner or whatever yeah can I jump in here really yeah quickly so one of my I guess self-care habits that I really want to practice uh, this year is definitely cooking more. Um, And this is going to sound really bad, but there are some days during the week when we, so for anybody who's listening, both of us work remotely, so we don't really have to go into an office or at home. Sometimes I will just order breakfast on Uber Eats. And that could happen maybe two days, maybe if it's a particularly busy week, three days out of the week. And I really want to stop doing that. So it's a really bad habit. It's so bad. And I think one of the things that's definitely helped is just making coffee at home versus going out to buy it. Or when I'm particularly lazy, paying 20 bucks to get a latte delivered to my door. Um, But on top of that breakfast, I think is one of the easiest meals you can make at home that you could, you know, prep. And honestly, I enjoy making breakfast at home. I usually have a rotating batch of different smoothies that I like to have, you know, non like super uh, berry based, spinach based, kale, um, kind of get my blood sugar, you know, to even out. Um, so I'm trying to do that more and really just planning breakfast. 
I feel like so many people don't believe me when I say breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. Like this isn't like a commercial hoot of like that it just happened overnight. Yes, some of it did with milk and whatever. But I do genuinely think that having a good meal even if it's not eggs or anything like that, but just having something to eat in the morning really does reset your energy and set you Mm -hmm. up for the day. Even if you're just eating apple with like nut butter or something like that. I just, I think it's really important and people really undermine breakfast. Yeah. I tried to do intermittent fasting like earlier this year, if you remember. And I think it did help in general, like make my, you know, make me get used to eating on time. But I just couldn't get used to having a late breakfast. Like, yeah. And also, I cannot understand how people start the morning having coffee on an empty stomach. Oh, my God. Yes. I feel like New Yorkers are really known for yeah. that. Like just drinking, either just drinking coffee on an empty stomach or just having coffee on, for the oh my God. morning, basically, and I, not yeah. eating. I think that just, I mean... I've read so many things on how that's really not great for you. And I think it is a really hard habit to kick. Like some days when I go, when I do Pilates in the mornings, because that's a very early morning routine of mine, um, I like to grab a cup of coffee because that's my day when I'm having a morning out. Um, So when I go grab coffee, I really had to shake the habit of just like drinking coffee as the first thing after water, like yeah. with no food. Um, and I do think I feel a lot better when I have food and then I have the caffeine because I'm not like all, you know, whatever. Um, but Jittery. yeah, so I guess that's like, that's another food related self-care habit. But anyways, go on. You have other things you want to no I mean I think you know I have you know the basics of just movement yeah I'm trying not to set so many hardcore like I want to get ripped goals like yes I want to get ripped and I want to be stronger Mm -hmm. but I think I just need to incorporate more movement into my life and whether that's through working out whether it's just through walking an hour a day you know 10 minutes every hour or something like that like I think that's more important for me because I just don't want to set myself up for failure but other than that I think it's also just intentionally buying things so uh, that could be a lot of different categories whether it's in clothing making sure it's good material material good quality that I can wear it for a longer time so just having a bit more intention around what I what I get and I think just not being as wasteful and then also the fun part of intentional buying and not just you know if I need a notebook I don't want to just get any notebook like I want it to have some kind of meaning like I want to get a special a special little something for myself that I actually love and enjoy for example the Octavia bookmark that I got from McNally Jackson which I lost and I had to buy again (laughs) so this bookmark is beautiful it's made of like brass metal or whatever and it's shaped like a woman's body. It's called Venus and it's just really special and I and I'm starting to read more so I feel like it just makes me excited that I have like this nice little bookmark that I can take around when I'm reading. So, yeah, again, like just more intentional buying whether you're looking at sustainability or just getting things that you actually feel attached to or mean mm-hmm. have like some kind of meaning. It just makes you feel better overall. Anyways, I think let's segue into our next topic, which is keeping warm. And I do want to kind of touch on this a bit more, um, but I'm going to pass it to you just to see what were what were some of the things that you were thinking of when we were kind of exploring this. So it's less keeping warm, but our style trends for the rest of the winter, um, which I guess 
where we are right now with this weather it's so on and off and it's the worst because i used to be like i mean a few years ago i would always get i don't know why i would be so excited about the winter because i love coats like that's always a huge thing for me is every year i buy a nice new coat um but then the realities of being stylish in the city in the winter are it's just so much pressure yeah and i do think i've laxed up like quite a bit in recent years especially after i started going to the gym regularly so a lot of my style during the daytime is more casual versus how it used to be before like i would be out to brunch in high-heeled boots and like you know a skirt and tights and whatever and now i just i can't even bear to think of that like unless i'm going for a proper lunch like somewhere nice or we're going for dinner later until that point i am not going to be dressed up like that yeah so i feel like you've definitely ventured into the athleisure wear during the day especially to stay warm and that makes sense i feel like athleisure is definitely here to stay so investing in good pieces Mm -hmm. is important i feel like i view this topping more so as like how do you keep warm in the city <laughs> not just like yeah, how do you, you, you know, just stand yeah. by a fireplace yeah no. more so like in terms of like how do you stay cozy yet you know looking mm. looking fresh and cool yeah. at the same time um, I see what you mean yeah. yeah but yeah I mean I think in the past too for myself at least I feel like I focused so much on just trying to look as stylish as possible yeah. and that was layering in like really not so good ways like mm-hmm. wearing some cheap not wool probably polyester type skirt and some really bad quality sweater but then pairing it with like a cloaky looking hood that's what I remember oh I had gosh. like this weird long cardigan hood thing that I would wear with everything and it was black and I thought I looked so edgy and cool but it was just from H&M it just it did not look good it was it was a mess and my boots were just not comfortable and yeah and that's what I was wearing in the winter Mm -hmm. and I it wasn't warm it was definitely not stylish and it was not fun and I feel like I had to I've now adapted to more of a grown-up style yeah um, for me, it's more so wearing more leggings, some nice trousers. I've gotten back into jeans, which I haven't done for a while. <laughs> and pairing that with just like a nice cashmere sweater or a cashmere turtleneck. Um, lots of brands that I've been loving, like N- Nadam, which I used to pronounce as Nadam, which was wrong. <laughs> like completely opposite. Yeah. So like Nadam has really good cashmere sweaters. I think Banana Republic Lux actually has, we were talking about this earlier, has pretty good quality sweaters and that cashmere. aren't like uh you know a thousand bucks yeah although i still think their prices are a little bit ridiculous yeah for banana republic yeah. um but yeah i i feel like you know just looking at what my clothes are more made of and just also layering it with more you know warmer coats like a big scarf always wearing gloves and hats like yeah i mean i can go into the details but i'm really curious mm-hmm. to know sidra what your list kind of looks like yeah i have some specifics so I guess because I'm always looking for a mixture of things like I we're both very social people in general and I do like going out for dinners. So I'm trying to build, you know, my I guess dressier part of my wardrobe, um, continue to build that and then also my leisure part like so I'm just going to preface this by saying that I like I probably have almost every black item of clothing that aloe has ever made and 
I honestly can't get enough of aloe. I think for me, wearing like a full-on aloe outfit during the daytime is the most comfortable, the most happiest, and the most like, you know, just like fulfilled I can be. So I do have aloe has this um, soft, like, I guess, lined quarter zip. Uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's not like their regular like runner's quarter zip. It's like a warmer one. Um, And I... I'm, I've been eyeing that, but I also have so many quarter zips right now in like varying types of, uh, you know, materials for different purposes that I'm kind of like, let me think about this a little bit more. It is a little bit on, on the chunkier side, so it would be hard to wear underneath something that's not just an oversized like wrap coat. Um, yeah. But I have that on my radar. Uh, I definitely need a pair of gloves. I'm just kind of I'm honestly on the hunt for any like cashmere gloves. There was a time where I really loved leather gloves and I still do. But I do think for me, I like being on my phone and I realize that I like having a little bit more freedom in my fingers. So I want something that's just soft, like whether it's wool or cashmere and just kind of, you know, easy, easy to wear. To yeah. yeah. Um, I guess also Varley. I have been obsessed with so many items on Varley. Like they have the coolest casual, um, you know, after workout or even workout outfits that you can wear. Um, But I do think I'm not like, I like buying those items that kind of fit more into both spring and winter. Um, But I don't have anything specific from there. I just like the vibe. Like I'm just like, yeah, I want to be a Varley girl. Like they look super cool. That plus aloe would be an awesome outfit for me to wear. Um, but yeah, I I guess like that's it for the daytime. I don't really, I'm like trying to think if I have anything specific for, you know, when I think about, oh, going out at night, what do I want to wear? I've honestly just been on the lookout for a nice wrap blouse. Like something that just like, simple black wraps goes with any kind of trousers or even a skirt but i can't find it anywhere let's can we go back to jackets in general for a second yeah 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 so basically i i was actually looking at some jackets today in bell staff and wait can i just like hop in here really quickly yeah so i do think this definitely circles back to a very important point about winter in new york city specifically Mm -hmm. because when you're here and you are doing so many things during a day so if you like weekends are our day for errands like whether you're going out to meet someone or like staying out the entire day from like breakfast to dinner you need to be in an outfit and especially outerwear that can kind of go for like whatever occasion occasion depending on you know whatever you have going on for that day so I think like the honestly like a nice puffer jacket yeah really goes with so like throughout the day I and mean, I think that's a huge part of making these decisions as to what you want to wear because you're thinking about when I walk outside this apartment the wind is going to blow in my face and am I am I tightly like secure do I need to be wearing all these layers if I'm wearing a coat to like prevent all that air getting inside so when you think about all those times you have to walk I don't know like 10 blocks because that's faster and easier than getting into an uber or like even taking the subway exactly right and i feel like with coats too that can get dirty so easily in the city when it snows or when there's bad weather and like you know you're walking around and they don't really clean up the snow really quick mm-hmm. so it can get really dirty and i just feel like jackets have just become more easy and yeah. flexible um to use when you're you know 
in the weather they're also easier to kind of like spot clean after you're sitting on the subway or even like a public space so like sometimes i remember i would come back from the gym and i would like have like hang up my jacket and just kind of like maybe steam it or just like you know do some like spot cleaning before i like hung it up because it feels so gross like you have all that stuff on it um but yeah I don't want to carry on too long about there are some other things that I want to mention yeah. that are on my list that I use. But going back to the bell stuff jacket yeah, really yeah, quick, yeah. I almost don't want to show you this because I'm scared you're going to really like it. Um, but the jacket itself is from bell staff. It's called a scooter coat. Um, it's kind of like it's basically I think it's a long puffer coat. Um, I can show you what it looks like right now. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. So I'll definitely have this on our sub stack as well. But it's just this beautiful, long, white puffer jacket. Um, so there's that. And they have a really nice black one as well. So I've kind of mm. been into that. What? How much is this going for? This is going for $381 and it's 30% off. So it Oh, my gosh. Be, that's amazing. It was 545 before. So they have a pretty good sale yeah. going on right now, too. No, that's a deal. I think, like, this one looks perfect. Also, yeah. I think having a longer one definitely helps. Like, and there's I just a b- nice shape to it, too. Yeah. I used to not believe that as, mm-hmm. like, a teen or, like, you know in my youth as a, even in my 20s like our dad would be like why are why do you get short jackets <laughs> like you're gonna be cold there's no and use yeah to I mean it's it's like cool like in the spring when you have a little you know like track jacket or whatever but when you're actually trying to be warm especially walking around that's the only thing that comes to my mind is walking around and my legs being cold I just want something long like yeah it really makes a difference it does preventing the wind or whatever the and cold we have little to. legs so i think we we need to protect them yes <laughs> wrap yeah. them up yeah um just a few honorable mentions of just products or i guess some clothing that i've been wearing to keep myself warm in this nyc winter one being my massimo dutti coat this is just a just a straight oversized white coat um, I was inspired by Basic Instinct because I think the actress is Sharon Stone, but I... Yeah, it's Sharon Stone. It's Sharon yeah. Stone, right? Yeah, because Sharon Stone wears this, like, like everyone knows the scene. She's sitting on the chair. She's wearing her white coat or whatever. So definitely inspired from that. And then also just wearing a lot more larger scarves, chunky scarves, one from Guest in Residence, which is Gigi Hadid's new brand um, in the color Almond. I really... Really actually like the quality. Um, I'm not surprised. I do feel like she genuinely does put in a lot of hard work into the clothing that she is making and into her brand. And she's just a hardworking person. So Mm. I am excited that I was able to get that. Eric actually gifted that for me. I think a few other things that I've been using. One is my Vagabond boots. Um, I've had their Chelsea boots for a very long time. Uh, they work really well in the snow, especially in the winter time, and they're really warm, and they actually don't hurt my feet, so I'm really happy about that. I mean, I think that's really it from my perspective in terms of style. Were there was there anything else that you wanted to talk about there? Um, I think. I mean, I think I'll just like kind of generally go over what I've been wearing versus like what I'm into and like what I want to buy um I definitely have a very specific both day and night outfit right now this which kind of goes well with the whole cozy winter um I've been kind of just wearing like 
leggings with these knee-high Stuart Weitzman boots. And they're like the flat, like the, you know, it's not like the heeled ones. So they're flat. So they're really comfortable. Um, And then I have this long shirt dress by the row. And it's literally just a long oversized shirt dress. The buttons go like all the way down. So you can unbutton it. And so it kind of looks like a really long, you know, like tapered, I guess, like shirt. It's really cool. And I kind of been, I've just been wearing that. It's really cozy and comfortable with a cardigan, like a uh, sweater that I call, that I got from Pas de Calais. It's like this boucle material, like, or it, it's just like a cocoony type of cardigan, very soft, very lightweight. And I don't know, I think like that's just been my go-to outfit because it works all the time and it's just super chic and looks just put together. Um, Otherwise, I'm just wearing leggings and a quarter zip or a hoodie. I know. You have been definitely wearing that, what was it, like the row one a lot. It's just, I think right now I can't bear to like think about how to, I guess, dress for proportions or like dress like interestingly yeah and that's interesting without me having to think so much about it um so I've I've been really liking that vibe and then otherwise I'm just kind of in my random whatever hoodie I pull out from aloe yeah I mean I feel like the same I feel like my body's just changed so much for the last few months Mm -hmm. also but I think nighttime is really depending on how bloated I am how not bloated I am how I'm feeling so what I'm gonna be eating yeah it really you know it's hard to nail down specifically what I would be wearing yeah I think one more thing on the style front that I have to add before we go into our next topic but I got these amazing wardrobe NYC uh pants slash leggings this is when they first came out before the whole Hailey Bieber collab recently um but I think this was during the first year of the pandemic and I saw these and everybody was wearing them they have like the slit in the front like they have ones with like a slit in the front yeah they have ones with like a slit in the inside um and then they have ones with like a slit on the outside and now I haven't been able to like fit into those for the last two years but that's the goal is to be able to wear those because I think those work they're super chic they go all year round you can wear them like you know any time of the year except I guess summer when it's disgustingly hot outside unless you're gonna be just you know cabbing it there and cabbing back home um but yeah I just wanted to throw that in there because I think those are timeless and I love a good like kind of pant legging with a slit it's very cool yeah I feel like I've definitely been seeing more of wardrobe NYC and I do remember you sharing that um, well one I saw you wearing it everywhere but (laughs) I feel like I do remember like just you kind of discovering them a few years back and then now seeing so much of the Hailey Bieber collaboration they've really blown up but I really do like a lot of the you know collections that they have they're all just great basics and they kind of go again honestly you can make a lot of things work all year round. You just have to know what to pair them with. Um, and that's kind of how I, you know, approach winter in general too, is I want to buy clothes that, you know, obviously I'm not going to be able to wear a heavy cable knit sweater all year round, but Mm -hmm. I generally like all my other items, I like to have things where I can kind of wear it a little bit longer, kind of like stretch it out into spring, you know, um, and fall, but yeah. 
that's how I'll be keeping warm. And sometimes I just don't keep warm at all. I see the temperature and I just walk out with my coat open and one hoodie and no layers. So honestly, <laughs> I think this is probably why I don't think about the cold like that. Yeah, I feel like you definitely need to change that. Um, there are so many times where you really underdressed for the weather. And you also need to learn how to tell what weather it is. Is on your using your yeah. I just figured it out. <laughs> okay. Um, we've been more excited about wanting to go out at night and explore different places and explore different restaurants and places to eat in general. Do you want to kind of go over some of the ones that I had on my list? But I need to pull it up. So why don't you just start? Yeah, I think we should also start this off by saying that historically, as people and sisters, we have been huge brunch people. Uh, so in the past, a lot of our going out was brunch focused. And of course, yeah. when you're doing and it's not this, this isn't like crazy brunches like we like to do you know, earlier brunches, whether it's at Bouvet for like a cozy time. It's not like, you know, those uh, all you can drink or all you can eat, like whatever brunches. Like what I right. mean by brunch is like it was a thing. Like we would plan the cool new place and go to brunch like every weekend with a group of friends. And I think back in the day before the pandemic, because we would have such long days out, we would get tired. So dinners out, you know, we weren't doing it as much. Or yeah. if we were... I, I don't know, we were just tired all the time, so I don't remember them, like, particularly. But that being said, we kind of have resolved, um, both of us, to do more dinners because, one, a lot of the time when you go out for dinner, you're not going to be able to make what the restaurant offers you and all the exciting options that they have at home and versus brunch where, like, you can make a pretty decent pancake, eggs, whatever, if you wanted to. Um, so we want to definitely go out for dinners more, and there's been a lot of really exciting restaurant openings. And honestly, it's really hard to choose because last year, 2022, even into this year, I feel like there's been a restaurant popping up, like, every week like multiple every single week and there's so like I mean across all the social media too on TikTok and Instagram there's so many videos on here's a cool new place where all the people are going to like here's where the celebrities are dining at truffles everywhere caviar everywhere all of that and on one hand it's annoying because I'm like I am getting sick of this like non-exciting just like dump cav dump caviar or truffles on anything just to make it seem it's a fun and fancy place right I want to see something more exciting and then but at the same time it's kind of like oh well this is you know it, it goes into the whole going out at night aesthetic like dressing up wearing a nice dress having a nice bag putting yourself together and when you're working from home and you don't get to do that you know most of the week it's like oh yeah now I feel like a New Yorker you just feel more excited about it yeah Um, but yeah I definitely agree we were brunching a little bit too much (laughs) pre-pandemic and and that didn't allow us to really go out at night Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we were so tired until the nighttime and that's why all my friends would always make fun of me as well for not being able to stay out super late but yeah I was just always exhausted from so much daytime activities but that being said I think you know we're really excited for for some of the new places that we want to try out. Did you would you, did you want to go over some of yours first or I can I can go through mine. Mm, so yeah, let me think about this really quickly because I have I'm weird like I'm excited about places that we've already been to and we've gone to quite often or like one place that I checked out with a friend last week but not for like a proper dinner um that I'm really looking forward to going back to, but I do want to uh, go over some of the 
places I haven't gone to at all. So you can go ahead. Yeah. So I think the first one we both have this on our list is Sema. Yes. And we're really excited because Sidra was able to score a reservation yes. for it. So yes, yes, yes. definitely looking forward to that. So Sema is a South Indian restaurant founded by Rani Mazumdar and Chintan Pandya. The current head chef there is Chef Vijay Kumar. And what's really exciting for the restaurant is, is, is that it actually won its first Michelin star last year. So we're really excited to try it out. Yeah, I think so. I have Laser Wolf. It's been on my, you know, on my radar for a while. And this is like a place that one of my friends and I always talk about going to, but we still haven't gone, gotten there yet. Um, but this is like Israeli style skewered snacks. It's in Williamsburg. Looks super chic. Uh, there's a lot of the whole Dumois spottings there. Yeah. Which, oh, I'm just going to put this in here. I hate... Like, I had to unfollow Dunlop because it just became way too much, but I still read the spottings from time to time. But I also hate how many classic restaurants and, you know, places that aren't really hidden gems are now being, like, characterized as hidden gems but also oh I went there because of Dumois and I'm like right I I think this is like where the judgy part of me comes out because I'm like you should have known about this before Dumois so this is making me upset I feel like it's just ruining a lot of places that I usually eat at in general yeah because I feel like a lot of people are now just going there because they expect to see Nicholas Braun or something Mm -hmm. I don't know but it's just ruining some of my experiences did you have any other places in mind? So Saga opened last year. Oh, yeah, Saga. And I still haven't gone. So I want to go to Saga. Yeah. And I have gone to the accompanying lounge or like rooftop uh, bar, which was really nice. But it's just, you know, like snacks and drinks. Saga does a full on tasting menu. And that's been on top of my list. And I haven't gone there. But hopefully sometime this year. Uh uh, you know, everybody that I know who's gone there has says it's been an amazing experience. All the reviews, you know, obviously raving about it. Yeah. And they do. I mean, we there was a point where we were planning on potentially going there last year. So I had emailed them to see how much like dietary accommodations that they could make. And they are so flexible, which I think is amazing. Um, but Saga is definitely on the list. I'm trying to think if there's anything recently there's this place i keep seeing called kfar um oh i feel like i've seen that too yeah it's it's another israeli restaurant also in williamsburg uh you know i like israeli food is great like we have you know we have 12 chairs i'm like mm-hmm. i know i can always find something that i'm truly going to enjoy um so i de- definitely want to try out kfar i think i went to almost not every but like most of the the Italian openings, like Italian restaurant openings last year. Yeah. Um, And I think that's still, I love my pasta. So I'm kind of on the lookout to see what else comes into the picture for the next year. But Torisi is one of them. So I was at Torisi last week with a friend. We kind of just hopped in after dinner in the West Village to, you know, kind of see like, oh, could we get a spot for dessert or like a drink? Same food group as the people behind Carbone. So I am worried that it's going to become a little like, you know, TikTok hype. Yeah. But I had a good time and we were only there for drinks. So hopefully we can go back to have a full on dinner. 
Well, that's exciting. I know uh, one honorable mention I wanted to mention. <laughs> one honorable <laughs> mention I wanted to mention was Atomics. Um, oh, I yes. think that was. It's been making. I mean, it's been a, out for a while now, but um, it's an upscale Korean restaurant, and they offer tasting menu and beverage pairings but i feel like you know i've been seeing a lot of atomics lately and it's definitely somewhere a place that i need to get to yeah that also junk sick mm-hmm. i have still yeah. like it's again like there's so this is like where the planning really comes into play because as much as i like being on the lookout for reservations ahead of time i also am just as equally lazy Mm -hmm. so when i'm just like oh i don't see like a reservation for a month or two i'm just i'm not gonna try and junk sick is definitely something you like you know whether it's junk sick or atomics atomics, like you want to do that with a good group right yeah you want to have like an experience and you really want to like plan the night out and you know do the whole thing because especially atomics that's it's all about experience i mean the food is probably amazing too but that's definitely definitely a place you want to share with a few friends Mm -hmm. so yeah that that would be great if we could i feel like i don't even try to get reservations i just rely on you to hopefully just do it i actually have been putting in on resi like the notify if you know if i want to go somewhere very specific and i'm we may not be able to find a reservation and it's also hard to plan that much in advance like you can you know try to put in the reservation yeah but the day comes up and you're like uh, i don't know like this is a weird weekend i'm not feeling so great whatever so i do want to like i don't know i i try to just put on the notify so i can see if something does pop up it is rare <laughs> like it is rare but um you know why not but yeah. before we go on to the next topic i do want to mention a restaurant that we were out to last night uh for our friend's birthday celebration yes and this was suggested by our other friends we were all there as a group the four of us and the restaurant is called Coleman in the ace hotel nomad it Uh, is probably the best food i've had yes after a very long time and i just saw that it made the michelin eater list in like the list of restaurants that's like too good to keep a secret and i really like after last night I kind of wanted to gatekeep it, but then at the same time, I wanted to do really well and stay. Um, But it was, I don't think I've been so inspired by a menu in a very long time. I think Fasano, maybe like Fasano and Chisiamo were the last like recent openings Mm -hmm. that I've gone to where I was like, yes, this is a solid, exciting menu with, you know, all these options. Coleman, like everything from the starters to the mains to the desserts and all their like drink offerings especially the zero proof drink offerings like they have zero proof uh champagne they have zero proof wine they have mocktails so it's not just it's you just, know like yeah it's not just you know mocktails and like just really sugared up juices yeah. there's actually a large variety of things that you can get and that's really helpful if you're you know if you're doing dry january <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're just someone who doesn't want to drink that night or yeah. doesn't really drink. And I think I, I really appreciate that as well. And I also want to mention that there was not a truffle in sight on this menu, I think. Um, and again, I'm just saying that mostly because there's like truff- like truffles are everywhere now. Um, so it kind of just like... You know, I just see like whenever I see a video on Instagram now where someone is just shaving like all the truffles on like everything. I'm just like, ah, I don't know. Like I love truffle. Like I love truffle oil. I love truffle on pasta. But now it's just becoming such a 
thing that I'm like, okay, why we need to like be able to enjoy different ingredients more. Um, Coleman does have caviar. It was on the fennel tagliatelle, but it was perfect. Like it was done so well. I think some of the standouts from this venue included, I I love the tagliatelle. Uh, they had this roasted beets linzer. Uh, the beets were super, super good. I really enjoyed the fluke. It was yes. delicious. It was flaky on top, perfectly, yeah. you know, soft inside. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was really good. It was, I mean, it, it was just so good. I mean, their crudo was so fresh. Also. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. they, you know, they, they did an amazing job and i think the dessert like i'm so over going somewhere and all you have is either just you know choose from sorbets and gelato or a brownie like a lava cake with ice cream yeah Um, you want to have something with actual like substance yeah (laughs) it's it's really good yeah their milk bread was absolutely incredible i'm kind of sad that i didn't get some to go i know and it came with a fennel yogurt which was so interesting and super creamy but yeah i i mean Everything there was amazing. And this is like, I highly suggest anybody who hasn't gone here to try it. It's exciting. It's refreshing or it's like fresh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) refreshing. The options are incredible. Like I, it was a great meal. Like start to finish. I 100% agree. Service was good too. Yeah. I feel like it was, it was definitely worth it. Yeah. But you know, the best thing after a long, nice dinner is a wind down routine at night. Oh yeah, I forgot we were going to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> this is my segue. I guess that being said, what does your winter routine look like right now? Whether that's setting up your bedroom space or doing your skincare or body care, whatever it might be, what is it looking like for you? I mean, personally for me, besides just getting cozied up, you know, turning on my little lights in my room, I feel like it's not as different from my morning routine. So to clarify that a little bit, I will definitely set up my Vitruvi and get a little scent going on, uh, making sure my room feels nice and clean and nice and cozy and just setting some lavender oil in in the Mm. air, just getting myself to wind down. Then, of course, I will do my skincare as well, which is a long routine and I'm not going to get too much into it, but... I think my most important part of just winding down is just body care, which I don't do as often. And I know that's something that I need to do a little bit more consistently. So that is, you know, wearing a nice body oil. Right now I've been using, I think the brand is Liha. Um, They have a really great argan oil. And then also um, there's one you got me for my- argan oil? I thought it was, they have this Iden oil, like Iden. Oh, maybe the butter I have is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. (laughs) And um, 54 Thrones, which you got me for my birthday. I've been using their body oil a lot and I I just really like it. And I think that's definitely something I need to do. Mm -hmm. Just giving yourself a nice little massage at night. It really helps release any tension and just really helps kind of wind you down and get ready to sleep. Another major habit that I'm still working on is not looking at my phone 30 minutes or an hour prior to when I sleep. And I think need to, I need to decrease my phone time in general, but 
it's really important at night because you cannot turn yourself off if you're continuously looking and scrolling through your phone right as you're about to sleep. So that's a habit I'm still working on and trying to improve. And there's a lot of features, I'm sure, on Android as well, but especially on the iPhone that you can set to help set those boundaries. But I think that's kind of what I look into when I'm winding down. Which is all really nice. I think the sensory experience of that is so important because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just doing the skincare. It's everything around you that makes you feel relaxed. Mm -hmm. So my nighttime routine right now, and this is especially, it's really comforting on a Sunday night or today, which is a Monday holiday night to do, like before you're getting ready for the week, is I've been really into incense sticks in the last year versus candles at nighttime. Also, because I'm really bad at like, I've definitely gone to sleep with a candle burning um, and I've woken up and had to like, you know, oh God, put it out. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't happen often. It didn't happen often, but I felt incense sticks were a better option. So I got really into this last year first where uh, when I discovered these uh, CBD incense sticks by Yield Design. And so there's one called Willow that I really like and I have to restock these, but I've I've been using these and or I was using these and right now I'm using the I think it's the Astier de Viat uh, incense sticks. They have one called Stockholm and honestly I like I don't know what exact uh, scent it is but it's just really really good. So I like incense sticks. I kind of just like put like burn the incense stick while I'm getting ready to do my skincare routine and Mm -hmm. I think that kind of makes like my room feels so you know kind of like smoky and like also getting cleansed of the day or whatever so I really like that and uh facial massage so I think I have a zip that I use which you know very well yeah um which is the microcurrent device and I honestly like it's I can't use it at night because you have to put the gel on and then you have to do the whole routine, which could be anywhere from like, you know, a few minutes long to like 15 minutes long. So I try to do that in the morning. So instead, what I like to do at night is a facial massage. So I just like found this like video on YouTube and this is just like my home version of trying to do what our estheticians do when you go for a facial uh I just do lymphatic drainage massage and honestly doing it regularly helps so much because my face feels so much less puffier more defined uh it kind of really makes you thoroughly cleanse as well so I try to like I've been better about doing a double cleanse because when you wear sunscreen it really gets into your pores so that's like a part of my wind down routine is the incense sticks the the double cleanse with the facial massage I feel like for me that's definitely I try to do more of the in-depth it's been falling off a lot but I I do want to go into more of the in-depth skincare for yeah sure. yeah I do my regular you know skincare routine so whether you know whatever my serums are and like night nighttime cream whatever you actually introduced me to this magnesium it's by calm yeah love this yeah so I've been trying to get better with my supplements on a regular like wind down routine I'll do the magnesium and the neutrophil and just kind of you know get that in before I go to sleep and get into bed and I do I have to say like 
I'm not the best when it comes to turning off at night from my, you know, from my phone. Um, I am a little bit of a scroller, so I like mm-hmm. to just kind of look at random. I don't even know what I'm looking at, honestly. It needs to end. I think um, you definitely need to reduce your phone time. Yeah. I always say that. It's it's bad. But um, apart from that, I do think that I, I've tried journaling at night. I've tried, you know, writing down I guess my plans for the next day and I just don't think it works for me at mm-hmm. nighttime. But yeah, I think honestly the incense stick, uh, the skincare is really part like a huge part of my wind down routine. But yeah, I guess that's really the wind down routine and just getting cozy, like wearing my double faced blanket and then I put like my faux fur RH throw over myself yeah which i mean sometimes it's like too hot and i can't do that during the summer so that's like the ultimate ending (laughs) getting under the covers yeah i feel like i'm always under the covers though even when it's not yeah (laughs) yeah you are in bed way too much sometimes that's again that goes into the balance of the new year Mm -hmm. but yeah i agree i think just wrapping yourself up and going to sleep and setting myself up for a good morning yes that's important Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. We hope you enjoyed the content today. Like I mentioned before. Content. Content. I hate the word. Content. I hope you enjoyed the content. Sorry, I had to say it again. (laughs) But anyways, I hope you really enjoyed this this week's episode, our first episode ever. Again, we're your hosts, Myra and Sidra. Please follow us on Instagram and stay tuned for more. 